The best kind of prize is a surprise. <laughs> Gentlemen, Melania, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. That's got to be the best pirate I've ever seen. There is a place like no place on earth. Some say to survive it, you need to be as mad as a hatter, which luckily I am. You're terribly late, you know. Naughty. All right! You, sir, how about a shame? Come and visit your good friend, Sweeney. You, sir, too, sir. Welcome to the grave. I will have vengeance. I will have salvation. Who, sir? You, sir? No one's in the chair. Come on, come on. Sweeney's waiting. I want you, bleeders. You, sir! Anybody! Gentlemen, I don't be shy. Not one man, no, nor ten men, nor a hundred can assuage me. I will have you. My dog stepped on a bee. Please, Mr. Jailer. Episode number 52 of Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. How the heck are you guys doing? I'm your host, Brennan Huber, and today I'm going to be talking about Johnny Depp. Yes, that's right. Johnny Depp. He's underrated. He's Hollywood's most versatile actor. I feel like most of his roles have sort of shaped this legacy that he's made, and the legacy that I'm talking about is... A chameleon. You know how certain actors, they're referred to as a chameleon? I think of Christian Bale. A lot of people call him a chameleon for the simple fact that he's losing and gaining weight like crazy. I think of Jonah Hill, a chameleon, if you will. But at the same time, Jonah Hill doesn't really fit the category of chameleon for me because he's, he's mostly the same guy. When I think of Johnny Depp, I think of all of his iconic roles. I think of Jack Sparrow. I mean, without Jack Sparrow, and let's be honest here, and without that killer score that comes with Pirates of the Caribbean, I don't know that Pirates of the Caribbean would have succeeded the way that it did. 
Jack Sparrow's a big part of that. And Johnny, that's one of his most iconic characters to me. Always has been. My thing with Jack Sparrow and my thing with what Johnny Depp does with his characters is he doesn't just transform his voice. He doesn't just transform the way he looks. It's a lot of it's a lot of mannerisms and it's a lot of makeup. Johnny Depp is like the perfect guy for the way that they do him up in certain movies. Like he's never just playing himself. I mean, maybe in his early stages of his career, you heard that little snippet of Crybaby in Wow. I don't even know when that movie came out, but to be honest, Crybaby is like like Depp was effortlessly in that 50 style rebel. You know what I mean? With a heart of gold. It was just like he was he was the guy. Crybaby, I'm sure. I'm sure he was an absolute heartthrob when he came on the scene. I can't imagine it any other way. And I mean Johnny Depp, he's he's always been a guy who people go crazy for. They just absolutely love him. Never won an Oscar. Never won an Academy Award. Kind of interesting. I mean, the chameleon of Hol- the chameleon of Hollywood has never won an Oscar. And the closest he ever came, I will say, was Finding Neverland. Remember that movie? Remember that iconic scene of Johnny's character, James Barry, sitting next to uh, the little boy played by Freddie Highmore? And this was, you know, Freddie Highmore, as you all know, uh, played Charlie in Tim Burton's version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory starring none other than Johnny Depp himself. And I'll get there, because that's a big one. It always was, you know. And with them remaking Wonka once again, starring Timothy Chalamet now, or Chalamet, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to pass on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to another generation. It just is. I don't know. I can't explain it any other way than that. To be honest, I think that Johnny Depp is a good singer, and he always has been. I mean, he shows off his his singing chops in that intro. Um, I think he's he's talented in many ways, and they've used sort of those talents on the big screen too. Like he sings in a lot of his movies, and he does play the guitar as well. He's a very talented guy, and I just I wonder. Do we ever have a comeback from Johnny Depp? And not just any comeback, but like the Academy Award. Does he want an Academy Award? You know? Like it just makes me wonder. But he takes on like, I mean, when I think of Johnny Depp, I think of the collaboration with him and Tim Burton. They've collaborated for years. Like I talked about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm now about to talk about Alice in Wonderland. Which, by the way, I rewatched the, I believe it's 2012 or 2013, one of the two, um, that version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or that version of uh, of uh, Alice in Wonderland, I should say, 
And his portrayal of the Mad Hatter in that is very cool. And it's very good. Like, he does a very good job with that character. It just kind of showcased his ability to, like, bring this sort of, like, depth to even the most, like, eccentric character, you know? Like, the Mad Hatter is a weird one. And Depp brings sort of, like, this calm, kind familiarity to that role as opposed to his moments where he's acting crazy and comedic to a certain point. You know, it's Burton's version of Alice in Wonderland is out there, but the voice cast is phenomenal. Johnny Depp is phenomenal. And I think overall Alice in Wonderland and even Alice through the looking glass, like they're good movies. Like if you haven't gotten into that, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. Another great collaboration, and this is where I I touched on Johnny's uh, musical ability, his musical side, if you will. And, you know, he's a phenomenal singer. And I he took on Tim Burton's project, uh, Sweeney Todd, which Sweeney Todd was always one of my favorite musicals uh, growing up. And obviously Tim Burton... Um, when he takes on a character like Sweeney Todd, it's sort of this, it's this really dark sort of grayscale version of Sweeney Todd and the way they made Johnny Depp look in that movie and the way that he takes on the role of Sweeney Todd, it makes it a really awesome watch and it's one of my favorite watches I can always sit down and watch Sweeney Todd because I really like, and fun fact, like Stephen Sondheim, he wrote the score or he wrote the, um, the Broadway uh, musical version of Sweeney Todd. And that's essentially what they went by. And it is hard music. Like if you know Sondheim, it's up, up, up really fast and it's down, down, down really fast and it's all off beat and it's sort of, it's a nightmare for somebody who's trying to sing on key. And Depp does it like really well, but he doesn't try too hard. And I think that back in the day when this was released, like 2008, 2009, whenever it was, he got like backlash for his performance as Sweeney Todd. Like people didn't like it. It wasn't powerful enough or he didn't have enough uh, singing chops, if you will. And if you, if you go back and watch it, it is a very laid back sort of vocal that he puts on but he does a great job like he does get gritty when he needs to and the part that really works is that Johnny Depp has that evil look to him in Sweeney Todd and you can go from that to like pale white pasty Willy Wonka you know what I mean and like his version of Willy Wonka was like a he was a creep man he was he was really creepy but it worked and it's quite possibly one of Depp's best roles is when he played Charlie and the chocolate he played Charlie and the chocolate factory. He didn't play Charlie. He played Willy Wonka. I don't know how I feel about Wonka, the new one. Like Hugh Grant is the Oompa Loompa. It looked really vanilla. Like when I watched it on, I watched the trailer for it and, uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing to do with Chalamet. Like, I think he's a really good actor. And I think he suits Willy Wonka. 
it just looks like it's not quite up to par with what I thought it was going to be. I don't know, like it looks almost like cheap in a way, like a cheap version, but it's also an origin story. So that's where you got to be careful with that, right? You have to make sure that your origin stories are, they can be on that lighter side, on that lighter tone, but at the same time, you want to make sure that your origin story like wows people enough to bring them back. But getting back to Johnny Depp, like I talked about the demon on Barber Street. And you know, Helena Bonham Carter is in that too. And her and Depp collaborate a lot. I mean, she's an Alice in Wonderland. And I, you know, Tim Burton, he uses his, I don't know if they're actually married, but they're definitely together and they have been for a long time. Um, but he used it. I sort of think of her as his muse. You know, he uses her in almost all of his movies. Um, so that's that's a really cool thing. You guys remember Public Enemies, where he played John Dillinger? That was a good one. That's got a, I, I want to say that Public Enemies had Christian Bale in it too. And they just had that one song that was played during the trailer and Depp rolled up with like the the little AK-47s or whatever the hell they have, those mob bosses. And I like the outfit too. You know, he he went many times for a serious role. And a lot of times his serious roles do work, but it's more his characters that he plays or even, let's say, Rango, his animated characters that he plays. That's where it works. That's where he really shines, you know. And I just think like he brings a certain charisma all the time. If you take Jack Sparrow and you put him up against any one of Depp's characters, I guarantee you that three quarters of the population side with Jack Sparrow. Like Jack Sparrow is their favorite character. And he's almost like a Disney prince in a way, isn't he? Like the way people watch that movie. He is the star of that movie. There are the side plots. There are the characters like Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. But it's everybody's waiting to see Jack Sparrow. And when he comes on and you hear that classic score, man, it's good. It's so good. My dog stepped on a bee. Amber heard that whole situation with them that was recent. It's just, it's a a real shame that a lot of people are going to remember Johnny Depp for his very public almost shocking at times, divorce with Amber Heard. And it's a it's just a classic case of he said, she said, and it's a lot of drama. And I feel like for the better half of two years, there was news about this on the daily. Like it was just always, always talked about. And everything you'd see on your social media was Johnny Depp related. And he got canceled essentially for these allegations and like you know he was a great Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts the continuation of sort of uh, a Harry Potter prequel if you will and I thought that you know his look it's it's a real shame that for the third one they had to recast Depp uh, because of his ongoing trial etc with Amber and I think that Depp really added a lot to that character. Like Grindelwald was a Voldemort level villain in the Fantastic Beasts uh, screenplay. But at the same time, I feel as though 
you need an actor of that caliber. And Mads Mikkelsen was who they used to recast after this whole thing went down. And he did fine, but it's just not the same. He's not the same guy. He's not the chameleon of Hollywood. And that is who Johnny Depp is. Like, like it or not, like his voice or not, like he's been in a lot of movies from my childhood. And he's got that sort of illustrious career that you can go through and pick a whole bunch of movies that he's been a part of, you know? And I think of things like, you know, his range is, is, is different from other actors in the sense that he does have that musical side to him. And it's just really cool that he's been able to sort of, I don't know, like, are we a fan of Johnny Depp as a person? I feel like I'm a fan of Johnny Depp as a person. The way he conducted himself in that trial and the way that he sort of owns up to the mistakes that he's made. I'm a fan. Edward Scissorhands. Let the intrusive thoughts win at times. Edward Scissorhands is another one. Think of that character. That's another Burton. It's interesting, like, when I when I sit down and I think of of Johnny Depp in general, I immediately go to Pirates of the Caribbean. But then I think of like his career. And like if you go through and you look at all of the movies that Johnny Depp has done, it's like it's fascinating to see the amount of characters. And it's also fascinating the amount of characters that we just sort of sweep under the rug. Like have you guys seen um have you seen what the hell's it called? No. Sleepy Hollow. That's a good one. Sleepy Hollow. I really enjoyed that. Obviously, that's the Headless Horseman. Where's Where are those movies? Like, let's have a remake of Sleepy Hollow. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good movie from start. Like, a little obscure, a little weird. But at the same time, it's it works really, really well. Black Mass. Now, that's the one where he really, he really attempted the sort of the Oscar run, if you will. And, you know, I've never seen Black Mass because I know that it's trash. I know that it's a shit movie. But if you go back and watch the Black Mass trailer that they released, Johnny Depp is almost unrecognizable. You know, they got these blue contacts on him and he's kind of got this this receding hairline and he's starting to get sort of I don't know, he just looks like a mob boss, you know? And that's the side of Johnny Depp that is that is so good, too. Is just like, when you know that he's coming out in a movie, or when you see the trailer for one of his movies, you go, oh, shit. Like, that's Johnny Depp. You know? Like, it's it's almost like a reveal. And I've never felt so like, yeah, that's a great casting about an actor more than I have Johnny Depp for the roles that he's played. Like the Mad Hatter, Willy Wonka, Sweeney Todd, Crybaby, whatever you want to say. Like his early career, I think of like his main, like the big movie for me when I first started seeing Depp was Gilbert Grape. And that's obviously with very young Leo. And those were some acting chops, man, from both of those guys. That was a really, really good movie. And Leo's character is heartbreaking in that. 21 Jump Street. Like, I watched the 21 Jump Streets growing up watching Channing Tatum 
and Jonah Hill make us all laugh our asses off at our sort of generation's humor. But at the end of 21 Jump Street, Johnny Depp reveals himself as one of the guys in makeup. And he plays his original character from 21 Jump Street. Tom Hansen. Now, I never watched those, but I've heard that they're super cheesy and super awesome. Wade Walker. That's the crybaby um, character. Wade Walker. And I love that song. I think it's called <sighs> Jailhouse Blues or Jailhouse something, you know. Or please, Mr. Jailer. I, obviously, that's the line. Please, Mr. Jailer. Let an honest man go free. You know? He played the wolf and Into the Woods. That's a very mediocre performance. I really didn't like the design of the wolf. You know, they really... They took Johnny Depp's face and they just sort of like added whiskers and a hat. It was really weird. And his song is not great. That's another Stephen Sondheim. If you've ever watched Into the Woods... Remember Into the Woods with like James Corden, Emily Blunt, Anna Kendrick, my girl Anna, love Anna Kendrick, always have, always will, think of Pitch Perfect, think of No Diggity, shout out to my Pitch Perfect fans out there. I keep forgetting that, that Depp is in... um, what the hell is that movie? I'm searching for it right now. This is like... He's got so many characters. Like Murder on the, or- Murder on the Orient Express. I've read that book, but I have not watched the movie. He's in Platoon. His early career was actually like... He did a lot of stuff. And I mean... If you think of like the amount that he's done... I could go through and just watch all of Depp's movies. Just give them a try. Just a one try. You know what I mean? Like, go through, watch them all. The Lone Ranger. Tonto. That's a good character, too. He was fu- he's funny in that, right? Every single character that he plays, he's got some kind of a signature look. And you know that it's Depp under there. Corpse's Bride. Dark Shadows. That's another one that sort of flopped, I suppose you could say. He played some form of a vampire in that. And I mean, obviously, I talked about the big three. And it's just, for me, when I listen to any one of the scores or soundtracks for musicals that Depp's been in, I enjoy his voice. And I know that he likes playing the guitar. And I know that he's always up on stage with big bands. Like, I've seen him on stage with Metallica, I believe. I've seen him on stage with... Pearl Jam, things like Eddie Vedder, you know what I mean? Like, he's a cool guy, and I respect a guy who sort of owns up to mistakes and can sort of jump into the shoes of these characters that kids love and that adults love too. Like, I really enjoy his performances, and I like how every performance is very different from the other. He sort of has his, he has his classic voice in certain things. Like, you can tell because he's got that accent. And you can tell because you can see it in his eyes that it's Depp. But I just think he's a really talented guy 
that hasn't gotten the recognition lately. And I sit there wondering when the next big thing for Johnny Depp is coming. And it's exciting to think about. I would look up his upcoming projects, but I feel as though anything that he might be doing now is maybe... How do I say this? He's not treading water. He's not treading carefully, I should say. He's just dipping his toe back in. I think in the next two years, we're going to hear about a big Johnny Depp project. And I don't know what that character would be, but that's the fun, you know. They're always redoing live-action Disney stuff. They're always redoing certain movies with these obscure, weird characters. And Depp always answers the bell. And I respect that. I respect that a lot. I respect an actor that never shies away from challenging roles. Who can embody characters. Quirky, if you will. That's what he is. He's quirky, isn't he? There's so many... There's so many ways to describe Johnny Depp. I could just sit here just describing him with different words. You know what I mean? So I sit here and I ask myself, what is the film industry without Willy Wonka? What is the film industry without the Mad Hatter? What is the film industry without Johnny Depp? I don't know. It's definitely a little duller without Johnny Depp. It's definitely not as exciting without Johnny Depp, is he past his prime? It's an interesting question, and it begs, the, it begs the next question, which is, what's next? So whether it be his witty charm, his unique mannerisms, or his unpredictable antics, he turns characters into pulp culture icons, or pulp culture phenomenons, if you will. Jack Sparrow, all he needs to do is show up to a hospital or show up to Disneyland. And Depp has done that. He's shown up in character and surprised the kids. You know what I mean? He, I get a good vibe off of Johnny Depp. I always have. And I think like if you can be a character like Sweeney Todd and create this sort of like haunting rendition of of this like vengeful barber you know what I mean but then like his vocals at times send shivers down my spine I think like for me I'll always appreciate an actor like Johnny Depp I don't know that Johnny Depp will ever get the recognition that he so deserves but he does on this podcast. So cheers to you, Mr. Depp. And cheers to you guys, said faithful listener. I welcomed you in. Now I show you the door. Thanks for stopping by and listening to another episode of Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. I've been Brendan Huber. This has been a really good time. And I'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Very soon.